Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app to get in on the action and conversation. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Well, Ulysses, your Tampa Bay Rays win again, defeating the Chicago White Sox in game one of the three-game set by a score of 5-2, to two, improving on their MLB best record at 43 in 24. Uh, yesterday, I referenced how the White Sox didn't give up home runs, gave up the fewest home runs in all of baseball. And the Rays basically said, F that. You are wrong. We can yeah. hit home runs against the White Sox. And they certainly did, thanks to one Austin Meadows, one Brandon Lau, and one Randy Arozarena. Yeah, that was fantastic to see, especially a guy who as a starter had been basically dominating in the American league and not allowing three runs in any of his starts. Uh, and all of a sudden the Rays come in and uh, put up three runs in the, what the first four innings, it was, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was pretty good to, to see them get going rather quickly. And, you know, there's the trend of, of Brendan Lau getting hot, which I want to believe in. I really do. Uh, Randy is a Rosarena has been showing some power lately, especially right center. That is yes. something I like, I like, I like. Meadows continues his his, his streak of, of becoming the player from 2019. A lot of good things. G-Man Choi back in the lineup with two walks. A lot of good things. Brett Phillips putting the ball in play and getting an extra run. Those are good things. But I don't know how many things we could talk about that are good that wouldn't put a damper on your ace being taken out after four innings. Yeah, Tyler Glass now, of course, left after four innings due to an elbow issue, felt, quote, a little tug and tightness, and, quote, it just felt not right. Evidently, he'll have an MRI exam today in Chicago, and like Mark Topkin pointed out in one of his articles, it could either be a brief stint where you miss maybe a couple starts, or it could be as bad as Tommy John surgery, which means out for a year plus. And I got to say, the the start uh, things were a little bit wonky because he had trouble gripping the baseball throughout the start, and you could yeah. s- you could see he was just pressing throughout of grabbing the dirt. Uh, trying to trying to get some moisture on his on his arm and just and we saw with yanking a couple of of breaking balls and leaving a fastball hanging or two and it was just like things were off for whatever reason and he he actually made a, a reference in the post game press conference that uh, maybe some slickness on the baseball I don't know about all that I, I don't know if he's just you know, being extra cautious about not using any sticky substance 
at all. Whatever it is, your ace is down for the count, and we're going to find out how long uh, how, how long he'll be out. But you know what's th- this has been the knock on glass now, and and hopefully it's not a major issue. But the fact that he's he's only thrown more than a hundred big league innings once in his yeah. career. Uh, yeah. He's never been, he he has yet to show or prove that he can be a Dallas Keuchel type that can give you 30 starts in 150, 175, 200 innings year in, year out. So this is certainly a big blow for the Rays, uh, not with, uh, of course. And, 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 you know, you talk about uh, ace and you talk about innings. It, it's, a, it's crazy the world that we live in right now where we're just asking for 150. We're asking for 150. That's not, that's laughable 10 years ago to ask a, 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 an ace of a rotation to give you 150. Are you kidding me? So, uh, no, oh, hopefully, you know, you know, it, it, it's at the lighter end of the spectrum, but I, I really, unfortunately, I'm getting Cobb vibes. I'm getting Cobb vibes, and I'll explain how. When Alex Cobb was supposed to be the opening day starter for the race, what happened? A little tug in the elbow. I remember that tug in the elbow. That was the quote from Cobb. And, and he was supposed to be the ace of the rotation. You know, he misses the opening day start. He misses a year and a half of baseball and, and, and the Rays ultimately, you know, don't, don't sign him back as a free agent. He, he, he signs with the Orioles pretty late and that would really suck for that to happen to Tyler Glass. Now a guy that's, finding his peak, a guy that's finding his name to be out there uh, when people think about major league stars, especially pitchers, especially one who's in the front running for, for the Cy Young this year, uh, the tug on the elbow. Oof. I, I really don't like that quote. I really don't. Yeah. And we know about his forearm issues in the past, missing four months back in 2019. In fact, I mean, I think that was a reason that he scrapped the changeup at one point was because of the discomfort there. And Tyler Glass now is a guy that throws pretty darn hard, puts a lot of stress on the elbow, forearm, the entire arm in general. So you wonder what's going to come out of all this. And speaking to the game specifically, um, credit to the bullpen for stepping up and stepping in on short notice because they were probably having the feeling like, well, Glass now is pitching tonight. Uh, (laughs) We're going to be able to rest on our laurels. We can... uh, enjoy ourselves, sit back, relax, and watch a good ball game. Nope. They had to come in and pitch five shutout innings combined between uh, Ryan Thompson, JP Fireisen, Diego Castillo, and Pete Fairbanks. And what's, I guess, good news about all those four guys stepping in is that they, none of them had to like really empty the tank. Not, not, no one guy threw, you know, 25, 30 pitches. Right. In fact, JP, uh, through two innings and he only threw 18 pitches the most out of all those guys. So you would, you would expect those guys would uh, hopefully maybe be back for the count uh, throughout this series and, and going forward. And, you know, talking about the grip of the baseball for, for the glass now, by the way, yes, terrific job by the, by, by the bullpen, but uh, I, the gripping of the baseball, this is why MLB is just not doing its job. Like once again, this could prevent yeah. injuries to just have a uniform damn baseball that it doesn't matter if you bought it in Poughkeepsie or you bought it in Hawaii. It's the same damn ball, the damn ball. That's, that should be number one. And number two, standardize something, a, a, a legal sticky substance that does not add spin rate 
and and can help pitchers grip the ball okay because now you got guys like glass now who don't want to miss the 10 days of suspension uh if they if they're found to to have something sticky and 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 that could lead to an injury i'm not saying uh quid pro quo here that that oh he didn't have anything on because so that's why he got hurt right but i'm saying that's the quote that he's saying that it could be a factor and even if it is a factor it's already on you mlb for not taking care of your players I don't want know why MLB like even in the minor leagues they don't use the same ball as major leaguers. So dumb. like you you should you need to standardize yes. everything top to bottom quality control people. Yeah, that's what we need. Um, on I mean, say Glass now has to miss a bunch of time. I guess on sort of a positive lens here is the fact that the Rays have built themselves up to MLB's best record. So they Mm -hmm. do have some breathing room to figure out what they're going to do going forward. And with that, Ulysses say glass now is going to go on an IL stint. Who do you think is going to be the next guy called up? Is it going to be Brent Honeywell, Luis Patino, the Chris Mazza type? Like, what are you, what do you expect the Rays to do with all this? I would think they need a little bit more length of guys that are already up there. So you, yeah. you were talking about, oh, when does Josh Fleming get to go 90 pitches? Well, if Glass now goes down, I bet Josh Fleming's right. leash goes a little bit longer. I would expect one guy to be up from AAA, and that's Luis Patina because he could give you the most innings. So right. that it's, it's a two-pronged action. Number one, the guys that are already in MLB, you know, the, the leash becomes a little bit more extended. And number two, Patino comes up and maybe it's treated as a starter like McClanahan, but with the kid gloves, you know, you get the ball, but after four innings, you're out. Secondly, uh, and not to wish this, of course, on glass now, but say it is much worse than expected. And he does have to go the route of Ayani Trinos or Brendan McKay. And he's gone. He's done for the year and going forward. Would you do, is that, a situation where the Rays would go after an arm at the trade deadline, i.e. like I've got a list of guys right here, like John Gray, Matt Boyd, Kyle Gibson, Michael Fulmer, Michael Pineda, Dylan Bundy, Andrew Heaney, Merrill Kelly, Herman Marquez, Spencer Turnbull, Sonny Gray, Danny Duffy, Madison Bumgarner, a guy of that honestly ilk. Honestly, I know they have, they have veteran skills, all of those guys, but I'd rather play. I think it would be more, way more exciting to see a Patino up and, or, or a Brent Honeywell or a Joe Ryan. I really do. And that's maybe my rise, my, my raise bias or my raise homerism, right. but I, I'd, I'd rather see what these kids can do today so that in 2022, they're a little bit, bit, bit more better prepared. And, and that's the outlook. Cause look, worst thing that can happen is to TJ surgery. And then you don't see glass now ever in a raised uniform because he's in his last year of arbitration next year, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so. So, I believe so. That, that's funny because I know we've Let me check that out. I, I want to say 2024, but I could be totally wrong on that. Um, as far as what you said about you'd rather see a Patino or somebody like that, I mean, if the Rays continue their trend and they continue to have the best record in baseball, would you not want to add some sort of veteran presence? Not saying it has to be Max Scherzer, but a guy who has seven, eight, nine plus years in the leagues and has some 
postseason experience that can help you out. You just wonder, look, Patino's got great stuff. Honeywell, intriguing, all those guys for sure. But if they've never been on the big stage before, you wonder how they react, uh, not only to that, but much better lineups uh, consistently. Uh, Tyler Glass now will become a free agent entering the 2024 season. Uh, so, yeah, so maybe you would have him for 2023 and at a discount because of the injury, maybe. Right. Um, but going back to your question, I feel like they already have those guys. I okay. mean, Colin McHugh, I mean, Rich Hill, uh, Michael Walker was an NLCS MVP. So you have guys that that do that, and I don't think the Rays will be able to uh, uh, to swallow the the price of a of a rental arm that's very expensive, uh, especially one that can give you innings. That is that is very uh, uh, a heavy hefty price tag for a a team that usually is not going to make those 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 trades. So I would still say yeah. no. Although the Rays do have a lot of prospects that they could deal from and with the 40 man roster crunch, just saying something could be worked out. Uh, Locker room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, Ulysses, other fans and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league, you'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news and rumors. You'll even have the chance to chat with me and Ulysses and might even be featured on the Locked on Rays podcast through the Locker Room conversation. So go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile link your Twitter and join the Rays group for the latest league updates. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds, personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings today. Okay, Ulysses, more news. Look, you, you look gloomer. You look you look gloom and depressed. Like, the Rays won yesterday. Let's look, I know. If, if the worst thing in this world we're worrying about is freaking Tyler Glass now being injured. First world problems, okay? Some people yes. they can't can't get clean water. Let, let's put that into perspective. If people are Good. out there on Twitter talking about, ah, oh my gosh, my life is over. Tyler Glass now might be done. I can't look at him anymore in a raised uniform. Shut up, okay? <laughs> we have bigger fish to fry. This, this season isn't all Kevin. about Tyler Glass now. 
Kevin, I I'm I'm so happy to hear you say that because usually I'm the one that's that 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 speaks up like like this. I I love it. I love it. You're right. You are a hundred percent right. There are bigger fish to fry here. Look, it sucks. He's your ace. He's been doing great. He's a Cy Young front runner. But if there's a team, look honestly, pick a team, any team, <laughs> and in MLB that they lose their ace and you're like, okay, that really sucks. That would be every single one of them. And then say, okay, well, who can patch things up? Yeah. Yeah. The answer is the Tampa Bay Rays. That's, that's the one and only answer really. Right. And Even the so, White Sox, they could have a guy that they've got a couple guys that could slip into that ace role, but the Rays can kind of engineer their way with how they use the bullpen and yeah. bull guys and so forth and make it work with that. Um, some other news from yesterday, uh, and I don't think it's totally surprising, but it's out there. Mike Brasso finally sent down to AAA. Got to make way for G-Man Choi to return. Um, thoughts, Ulysses, on this move by the Rays to send down Brasso? Kind of like the Willie Adamas trade. Uh, you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. You knew it was coming. Uh, the the Willie was a little bit too uh, early, I think, from from what people expected. This one, I think, <sighs> he was the odd man out. Yeah, honestly, by production, maybe Springs could have been, uh, you know, sent down. But then again, you need lefties in the bullpen. It's not like you That's just true. can't have a bullpen with no lefties. You, you take him out, and who do you have le- as a lefty? No one. No one. The ghost right. of Cody Reed. No, no, nobody's there uh, as a lefty. So uh, that's the issue. So Ross was taken off and look, he didn't really have a, a, a season. He got a, off to a rough start and it never ended. I mean, this yeah. is a guy who has always hit in every single league. And this year he was hitting 184 with a sub 600 OPS in 140 uh, plate appearances. That's just not going to cut it. That's just not going to cut it. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, if we were talking about a week, week and a half ago about possibly thoughts out there of sending down Brandon Lau, then you shouldn't be like mad or upset or appalled that the Rays made this move no. with Brasso. And it's not just the bat either. Uh, you know, he made some mistakes and outs on the ba- base paths as well. And look, with, with him, I get a feeling... Look, I think this Rays team is getting to a point where it's going to be at some point too good for Mike Brasso, and he might be better off with a Pirates or a Rockies or a Tigers or like what Daniel Robertson is doing with the Brewers or what Matt Duffy is doing with the Cubs because at some point, Wander Franco is going to need a spot. Vidal Brujan is going to need a spot. Josh Lowe is going to need a spot. Maybe Kevin yeah. Padlow and Wyatt Matheson, even like Brasso getting sent down in the race have said to get more playing time. That is true. And being able to play every day, but that infield at AAA is still pretty busy too. So well, I don't know if they, they just stick him at first base or try to move him around a little bit, but I feel like he's gonna, he's kind of the forgotten man. And I, I feel like the Rays are going to try to move him at some point, unless there's some sort of catastrophic injury with no, one of the current middle infielders. No, that, that, that is it that I think you hit it right there. I think he will be traded at some point this season, package him up, 
um, you, again, you need spots. So these are the kind of uh, traits that we talked about, that we've talked about since the Willie trade. It's yeah, room in, in, in the roster. You need room for the guys in AAA and you also need room financially. So you're going to have to move some guys. So maybe Brasso gets packaged up with, well, maybe not Yarbrough anymore because you're going to need, depending on the glass yeah, thing, you, maybe you keep your arms right now. That is true. So so you're going to maybe deal from that glut of uh, middle infield guys. But yeah, it, it was to be seen. It's unfortunate. I like Bross. I hope he gets the playing time that they say that he's going to get a AAA. I also yeah. doubt that. It's pretty loaded over there in Durham. But, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to to ha- ha- I would really like Mike Brasso to succeed. So if that means him being the guy that takes over shortstop or third base at Colorado or, or with the Reds right. and have consistent MLB playing time, look, that, that's that got to be it. I, I, I want him to succeed. So and especially in the MLB. Uh, uh, yeah, level. it's all about needs and fits. And look, if the Rays were willing to trade Willie Adamas and May for a pair of relievers that nobody had really ever heard of before, they yeah. can definitely deal Mike Brasso and many others on the team as well. Should note, you know, some of the other metrics on Brasso, his BABIP was in the toilet this year and his hard contact rate took a huge drop from last season. Just seemed like a lot of pop outs and uh, getting, having trouble getting on top of the top of the zone fastball for Brasso. But uh, it's funny. We talk about Brasso being sent to triple a, Another guy being sent to AAA but being promoted from AA is Shane Boz. And that might be, oh, yeah. you talk about Tyler Glass now and losing him for a period of time, that could be the ace in the hole, so to speak. Yeah. That could be yeah. your secret weapon of a big power arm, maybe probably only coming in as a reliever type in the postseason. But if they if the Rays are already pushing him up, from double A AA to triple A right now, they must really like this guy. And I think yeah. pretty much everybody in the scouting and prospect uh, uh, industry is super high on this guy as well. And, and the wizard has done it with the case too this season. I mean, 49 K's in 32 and two thirds, the guy has special, special stuff. And the, the one thing that you, you got to talk about Shane Boss is that that Holy Trinity, uh, Chris Archer return, right? Yeah. Glass now goes down and what? Shane Boss could replace him in September as a, as a September call-up. Insane. That trade that trade will never uh, stop being fantastic for the race. But yeah, that, that's great news for Shane. Congratulations. Uh, you know, I, I don't think we'll see him this year. I, I if, if I have to get a prop bet on, on the table, uh, I don't think we'll see him this year, but exciting to see him already in AAA because what that means is that he is an option next year in spring training to have a role yes. for opening day. That And that's all you want, right? You want to see the young guys. We talk about prospects all the time. Well, you ultimately want to see those prospects right. on the field. So that's great news for Shane. Hey, if the Rays were willing to call up Shane McClanahan for the postseason, maybe Shane Boz is an option, a la David Price back in the day uh, with that arm that he has. Uh, I just want to see, look, at least one Rays game where you have uh, Austin Meadows, Chris Archer, Shane Boz, and Tyler Glass now on the field <laughs> in the dugout at the same time. That, that's all I'm asking yes. for here. So, yeah. uh, Ulysses... Um, I might bet on the Rays game today. I usually bet on Ooh. most Rays games. I will say that. Uh, there's there's some place that's a really good outlet to do that. What would that be? 
Oh, it's got to be blind.ag, Kevin. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is here. It's in full, full swing, Kevin. And uh, race fans, you can track all that action at Bet Online. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. So let's not sit on the sidelines, folks. This is our chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head off to the website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. The promo code is locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Very good. Uh, RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and then all you do is choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always, always, always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and remember, write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, tonight's matchup, we've got Shane McClanahan going up against Dallas Keuchel, who is actually married to Kelly Nash, believe it or not, former Rays TV reporter and MLB network reporter. Yes, according to my sources- you just dropped that bomb on me at 7.55 in the morning yeah. with half a coffee cup? Oh, my god. I'm sorry to inform you. Your your hopes and chances are done with Kelly Nash. <laughs> Not that you had much of a chance anyway, but definitely, well, definitely buddy, below zero. And, you know, it's definitely uh, it's surprising because, you know, wasn't she 2011, 2012, around that era? Oh, I... I believe so, but I, I mean the race. Uh, the sideline reporters. So many sideline yeah. reporters. Trisha Whitaker might be like the longest tenured sideline reporter the Rays have ever had, and quite frankly, the best one the Rays have yes. ever had too. I might. Yeah, say. Let, let's keep it that way. Uh, Trisha, I want you to succeed, but you know we really enjoy you here at, in the Bay Area. Uh, I can name. Let, let's see. Okay, hang on. Okay. I uh, Kelly Nash, Michelle Margot. Or, yes, uh, Lauren McKeeman. Yes. Uh, Ashley somebody? The chick that got in trouble? Emma, Emily something? Yeah, Emily. God, we are so bad. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Emily, what's her last, whatever her last name is, got in trouble with Barstool saying some uh, racist things. Um, (laughs) There was an Amber and Ashley somewhere. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All that matters is Trisha Whitaker is the present uh, TV reporter. 
Man, yeah. oh man. Uh, there we go. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Tonight's so game. Uh, you know what? You miss- can impress Kelly Nash with your Jason Tyner bobblehead. That's what you can do. Maybe, <laughs> maybe really woo her over with that old school. What are you trying? Are you trying to get me in trouble here? Why are you trying to get me in trouble here? I was just surprised Kelly Nash was married to Dallas Keuchel. You're making it into a thing. I'm gonna get in trouble when uh, somebody listens to this podcast, man. Um, Don't ever listen. Uh, Okay, so today's (laughs) game, of course, I think we've mentioned that Dallas Keuchel will be on the mound. Shane McClanahan, of course, as well. Uh, What are you looking for tonight's matchup? Well, Shane has had a couple of bad outings in a row. And, uh, you know, these are the types of adjustments that need to be made as a young pitcher, right? Okay, so you've had two crappy outings uh, in less than seven innings. He's allowed seven runs. That's not great. Not reaching, uh, not not ending the fourth inning in, in both of them. So I'm sure that him and Kyle Snyder and company have have made a plan for the White Sox. They've they've made some adjustments. So this is the time to, to prove that you have made those now. The, the task here is that it's against a pretty good ball club, a good lineup. And, you know, I wasn't terribly impressed with their defense. I think both teams were really playing high intensity baseball, which is why you might have seen a little bit of flaws. You know, the, the Rays, for example, the Rosarena kind of bubble in the outfield. Yeah. It didn't it didn't cost anything, but, you know, he did look wonky. The Wendell, uh, you know, error there. At Very uncharacteristic. To, to yeah. And, and but also the White Sox there. And I think it was the eighth. I mean, they made an error. Then Tim Anderson gets caught uh, by Castillo in the eighth inning. So there were a little bit of mental yeah. errors, but you know, I want to see that defense again. I want to see a guy like Shane McClendon who has a lot of whiff stuff when the ball is put into play, how are the Rays going to, um, you know, feel that I, that's, that's the one thing I, I want to see. I want to see the, the defense work behind Shane McClendon yeah. so he can avoid the beginning. So you got, you got to do the, 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 the little things right with Shane McClendon on the mound. Well, there were some mistakes. I will say there were some very impressive plays by the White Sox defensively. Brian Goodwin in center field, tail yeah. in action, robbing Randy Rosarina of what would have been his third hit and very well could have been at least a double, if not a triple. And then Danny Mendick single-handedly turning a double play to get yes. Taylor Walls, Taylor Walls hustling down the line. I mean, that is one reason I'm sure among others why the White Sox are in the position that they are in also with Shane McClanahan, a lot of tough switch hitters and righties in the lineup. And uh, Yon Mankata wasn't in the lineup yesterday. If he's back, that again is another big piece yeah, for the Rays. You for just sure. are another big piece against the Rays with McClanahan on the mound. I mean, you got the, the, the power, the speed, the walk drawing abilities of just topping down the lineup for them for the most part. One other thing that, I want to give people a couple of days to do this before this White Sox series is over. Uh, take a chance and listen to the White Sox television broadcast with Steve Stone and Jason Benetti. Benetti on play-by-play, Stone on color. And I just want to see, again, give an unbiased opinion, unbiased view. You can tweet us, email us, DM us your thoughts on the broadcast in comparison to Dwayne and BA, because there is speculation throughout baseball that this is uh, the best broadcast crew that's out there. I love Jason Benetti for one. He is a pros pro, but they do a real good job of mixing old school, new school, and they have a lot of fun too. I mean, they're doing like top 
wire TV moments during the broadcast. That, that's the type of stuff <laughs> you're getting. But what I what I find interesting about their broadcast and just watching a couple highlights is when the pitch is released, it is immediately identified what type of pitch it is. Once Ooh. it hits the glove of the catcher, forcing, cutter, changeup, sinker, slider, whatever it is. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like yes. seeing that. And it's easier to follow along uh, with that in mind. So again, just giving people the opportunity to, if you have a chance, check out their broadcast, see how it is, give a little review, uh, or in comparison to Dwayne and BA. We all love Dwayne and BA, but apparently the the guys on the south side are pretty darn good as well. Just throwing that that, uh, that out there. So, uh, okay, that wraps up this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked On Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.